You're listening to Extra Credit, a weekly podcast from the National Association of Credit Management, where you can expect to hear from different credit professionals each Friday. We'll help you stay informed about the latest in the B2B credit world. My name is Anna Caroline Caruso, NACM's Editor-in-Chief. Now let's dive into this week's top stories. Burnout has become a corporate vampire draining the life out of employees through emotional exhaustion and lost productivity. By understanding the causes of and the preventative measures for burnout, credit professionals can maintain the physical and mental well-being of their credit team, as well as improve performance in the workplace. A sudden increase in workload can lead to burnout, especially when there's not enough resources to carry the extra weight. Sherry Bushman is the Director of Credit and Collections at Partners Personnel. She noticed burnout in her team this year during an acquisition. I take notice in how I address it. I actually speak to the person candidly and say, you know, is there something, because I don't want to assume that it's an overload. So I just ask, you know, is there something that we can do to help? What is going on with, with you? Is there something that I can do to help you? You know, just having, an, again, open communication with your staff. And then that opens up to say, you know, it's okay to say that you're overload because we do take pride in what we do and we take ownership of it. So when I spoke to my my staff, they were just, yeah, we just need more resources. Someone go, that's exactly what I need to know. When I was able to quantify all the hours, all the projects, all the work that needs to be done, then I was able to reach out to my report too and say, here's the stats. Here's the numbers. This is how much we're costing in overtime. Can I go ahead and hire? Michael Barnage is the credit director at Quality Bicycle Products. He says burnout is more prevalent for credit managers from April through October because the workload increases. Typically for us, it's it's cyclical because we are a seasonal business in the effect that we support bicycle retailers. We get a lot of front of the season hard work with credit limits and, you know, a lot of orders going out the door. And then on the back side, we have, you know, a lot of collecting of the money, making sure that we get paid before fall and winter takes place where there's not as much cash flow. So typically the burnout is, you know, on those bookends, but then also, you know, there's a lot of vacations in the summer. So reduced staff or just not as many people around and and coverage can kind of be an issue. You know, the ways that I see it happening are patience is definitely reduced as far as people willing, people's willingness to kind of navigate challenging discussions with the required patients to make sure that we are as professional as we possibly can be. Brett Wagner is Senior Manager of Accounts Receivable at Post Consumer Brands. He says it's possible to still experience burnout doing something you love if you don't take time to recharge. When people have a lot going on at home, that kind of trickles over into the work environment. And when you have a lot going on at work, it trickles in over into the home environment. So yeah. the two aren't independent. They're they're connected in that regard. Um, mm-hmm. My team is, is mostly remote. So I rely on audible cues to determine whether or not somebody is overworked or they're reaching a point where they're beyond kind of what they can handle with comfort mm-hmm. and you listen for audible cues is is there tension in the voice is the is the do they sound stressed are they quick are they short are they defensive what are you know there's a whole bunch of kind of social cues that help you understand where somebody's at but you have to understand where that baseline is too so one of the critical components is really understanding 
who your people are, what their stable state looks like and sounds like. People that come into the office, I can look for visual cues and people who are remote that don't turn cameras on. I I listen for audible cues to determine where they're at. Check out enews at nacm.org for the full story. That's all for this week's episode of Extra Credit. We'll be back next Friday, but until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. Mm